This is Plant-Based Briefing. Wool Industry, Greenwashing, and Fast Fashion. An excerpt from Sheer Destruction, Wool, Fashion, and the Biodiversity Crisis at BiologicalDiversity.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and I was really surprised by some things I learned in this report. Anyway, I'm going to jump right into it because it's a bit longer than most. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Wool Industry, Greenwashing, and Fast Fashion. An excerpt from Sheer Destruction, Wool, Fashion, and the Biodiversity Crisis, a report by the Center for Biological Diversity and Collective Fashion Justice's Circumfauna Initiative at BiologicalDiversity.org. In a 2017 study, 87% of consumers surveyed perceived wool as safe for the environment. In a similar study from the same year, wool was perceived by thousands of consumers in the United States, UK, India, Mexico, China, and Italy as the most sustainable fiber along with cotton. Despite the significant amount of chemical processing and environmental harms in wool production, the industry has thoroughly greenwashed its products by marketing them as natural and sustainable. Yet there are no U.S. or Australian regulations guaranteeing any environmental standards behind those labels. There is a popular yet false perception that wool production is not only harmless, but even beneficial to the environment. Brands working with the wool industry claim that regenerative wool production, quote, gives us a real shot at solving climate change if it's done on a large enough scale, unquote. Woolmark, the most influential wool trade group in the world, goes as far as stating that wool growers are custodians of the land who aim to leave the environment in a better way than how they found it. The last claim is especially outrageous, particularly if viewed through the lens of colonization. These claims by the industry mislead consumers who care about sustainability and distort the conversation about sustainable fashion and material innovation. Here are a few examples of how persuasive wool industry greenwashing is. The Campaign for Wool, backed by its patron Charles Prince of Wales, makes broad, unsubstantiated claims about sustainability. In a 2014 speech for the campaign, the prince stated that wool is one of the most resilient, ecological, and sustainable natural fibers in the world. The official campaign website pushes several eco-buzzwords without referencing any studies or data. Fibershed, a North American organization with a mission to develop regional and regenerative fiber systems, has a special focus on wool producers. It has trademarked climate-beneficial wool, which claims that wool production can not only be harmless, but can heal environmental damage. These types of wildly overstated claims about carbon sequestration have been widely debunked by research, including Oxford's Grazed and Confused, which cites over 300 sources. Rewilding would sequester more carbon than grazing systems like climate-beneficial wool and would allow for species threatened by sheep grazing to recover. Allbirds, a popular New Zealand-American footwear brand that gained attention with its ads featuring photographs of sheep with the word shoe superimposed over them, relies on the assumption that wool is sustainable to make its profits. In an interview with Fast Company, co-founder Joey Zwillinger claimed the company's use of wool will, quote, reduce the carbon footprint of every shoe it produces, with no reference to how that claim is measured or even whether their environmental performance is independently audited. Allbirds says it uses only ZQ-certified merino wool, a standard by the New Zealand Merino Company, which claims that its wool growers stand for a more natural world, but does not address or measure climate impacts, biodiversity harm, or other related metrics. In fact, the only section on the ZQ website making any claims about sustainability at all simply states that, quote, 
Healthy animals rely on a healthy environment. Finally, Allbirds claims that it uses 60% less energy compared to synthetic shoes, yet it fails to publicly provide the data behind that claim. There is little pushback or regulation of the wool industry's greenwashing. For many consumers and designers, the idea that wool has significant environmental impacts, or even that it requires intensive processing, is counterintuitive to the ubiquitous, quote-unquote, sustainable claims the industry hides behind. By challenging false, misleading, and unsubstantiated claims, and educating themselves on the impacts of wool, fashion professionals can begin to have a genuine discussion about using truly sustainable materials. The Misleading Label Landscape In February 2021, the Fashion Law reported on the European Commission's findings that 42% of companies making green claims were exaggerated, false, or deceptive in their nature. According to the report, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority and International Consumer Protection Enforcement Network's assessment of companies making unclear claims found regular mention of quote-unquote natural products and the hiding or omission of certain information that would disrupt eco-friendly appearances. Collective Fashion Justice's Circumfauna Project researched 50 brands that use greenwashing terms for wool products, who rank highly in searches about sustainable knitwear and sustainable wool, who feature in fashion publication listings about these, who are stocked in sustainable fashion boutiques, who are supported by Woolmark, or who are in the Fashion United Top 100 list. Of the 50 recorded brands making greenwashed claims, only 28% of them backed up their claim with any kind of reference, regardless of the quality of that reference, or if it provided genuine data to support the claim. Multiple brands use the exact same phrases, such as wool being produced by sheep simply, quote, consuming a simple blend of water, air, sunshine, and grass, and talk of wool, quote, releasing valuable nutrients into the earth when discarded because wool is, quote, 100% biodegradable, natural, and renewable. It was found that these statements had originally been published by Woolmark itself. Fast Fashion and Wool We cannot move towards sustainable fashion systems while maintaining fast fashion. Fast fashion occurs when major retailers race at dangerous speeds to create huge volumes of trendy and cheap versions of clothing seen in celebrity culture and on designer catwalks. The fast fashion business model produces poor quality clothes that don't last and are designed for the landfill. It is inherently unsustainable and unethical, also requiring the exploitation of workers in sweatshop conditions the mass abuse of animals, and the intensive polluting of ecosystems, especially aquatic ecosystems. Newness is sawed and manufactured at an accelerating rate. Following the weather, there used to be four fashion seasons. Now there are 52 micro-seasons. Global clothing production has doubled in the past 15 years, while on average garments are being worn less and discarded faster. Across the globe, humanity consumes 400% more clothing than we did just two decades ago. To make matters worse, planned obsolescence is common in fast fashion, meaning clothes are designed to wear out or become unfashionable faster than ever. Consumers are throwing clothes in the trash at a rate of 92 million tons per year, expected to be 148 million tons by 2030, and brands are burning and destroying excess clothing rather than repurposing them. Worshipping newness and accumulating large, disposable wardrobes is a modern phenomenon enabled by the profit-driven fast fashion system. Inherent to the rise in fast fashion is the rise of cheap and plentiful synthetic textiles. These materials have significant impacts, especially due to their reliance on fossil fuels and microplastic pollution. 
According to Statista, in 2019, 107.5 million metric tons of textile fiber were produced across all categories. Synthetic fibers made up 73.5 million metric tons, while cellulose fibers made up 7 million metric tons. Synthetics constitute the majority of textiles manufactured at 68%, while wool represents 0.95%. Wool finds its way into a much larger portion of the fast fashion market than may be expected, given its decreasing production, as wool is increasingly not used by itself, so the percentage of textiles doesn't accurately reflect the amount of clothing produced by fast fashion brands. Brands today often produce synthetic knitwear blended with a small percentage of wool. Once that wool is blended with synthetic materials, it is no longer biodegradable. Fast fashion is also a response to people wanting to care less for their clothing. This is why we've seen the invention of superwashed wool, the chlorine herscott process, which is coated in polyaminoamide plastic resin to allow for machine washing. It takes 220 metric tons of resin to treat 1,200 metric tons of wool, and this process also renders wool non-biodegradable. It's worth noting that the microplastics problem is not unique to synthetic raw materials, but all textiles. According to a 2020 study that compiled a global data set from 916 seawater samples collected in six ocean basins, only 8% of oceanic plastics were synthetic polymers. The researchers concluded that many so-called synthetic plastic microfibers were actually cellulosic or animal fibers that had been dyed and visually misidentified as synthetic in the absence of a comprehensive chemical characterization. Similarly, a study from Plymouth University found almost 80% of microfibers in deep-sea sediments off Europe to be cellulosic, and one from the University of Nottingham that found 93.8% of 223 freshwater and airborne samples taken over the course of a year were natural textile fibers. These studies don't mean that synthetic plastic microfibers are not a problem in need of solutions, but that the problem may be overestimated and all fibers treated with non-biodegradable dyes and other substances could pose a threat to marine ecosystems. When it comes to textile waste, 73% is incinerated or ends up in landfills, contributing to habitat loss, pollution, choking and entanglement hazards, and other harms to wildlife. Less than 1% is closed-loop recycled, and only 12% is even downcycled. With biodiversity being a crucial measure of overall sustainability, the fashion industry must radically shift away from status quo systems. There are opportunities for this shift to take place, including slowing down fashion production and consumption patterns, reducing the number of seasons produced per year, producing higher quality and longer-lasting garments that can be repaired, establishing more stringent ethical standards, putting responsibility on and incentivizing producers and manufacturers to include repair, recycle, and buyback programs, and most importantly, using materials that have the smallest cradle-to-gate impacts and that will biodegrade or can be recycled infinitely without downcycling. You just listened to Wool Industry Greenwashing and Fast Fashion, an excerpt from Sheer Destruction, Wool, Fashion, and the Biodiversity Crisis at biologicaldiversity.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. And I don't know about you, but I was blown away by the fact that microplastics are not just from synthetics or nylon fibers. That the majority of what they thought were microplastics are actually natural fibers like wool that have been treated and dyed. 
And vegans need to be careful to look for wool in clothing, because it's true it is in a lot more fast fashion. If you read the labels, you might be surprised to find a small percentage of wool in inexpensive clothing. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.